If you're reading two comics the same way, you might be doing it wrong. My name is Hilton Price, and I'm an OK Geek. Hey, guys, how's it going? I've been thinking a little bit about some of the comics that get hated on, that just don't get the love they deserve, or that people don't give a chance for whatever reason. And it was a couple of books that got me thinking about this. Um, two of them out of DC, Batgirls and Catwoman. Bad Girls, I don't have as much of a read of, of the public opinion, but I have a hunch if it's not canceled, it's about to be. Um, I think we're about 14 issues in, I think. I think I just read 14. 17. I just read number 17. And it's, um, I, I don't know that I saw the newest one solicited. I'm actually going to pull up um, my site while I'm talking to you guys. I, I shop at DCBS.com, or DCB Service, excuse me. This is... Um, Direct Comic Book Service. It's based out of, I think, Illinois. And they're um, a great job of mail-order comics at a significant discount. So if you don't have a local store that you need to support, or if you're already throwing them plenty of money and you want to save a few bucks, I highly recommend DCBS. Um, and I get to be a part of the actual ordering process each month instead of just you know putting together a wish list and hoping for the best, which for someone as... Um, I don't know, OCD as I can be, can be, not diagnosed or anything, but just can be, it really plays into my, um, my strengths. But yeah, I don't, I don't see a Batgirl solicited for, for July, June, July, August, whatever we're, we're currently previewing. I don't see a Batgirl. So I have a hunch if it's not already done, it's about to be, or they're taking a break. But, and why is that? Uh, here's the deal, guys. I, we, listen, everybody loves Barbara Gordon. That's, that's just a default. It's required. You have to love Barbara Gordon. And the smart ones also love Stephanie, um, Stephanie Brown. And the really smart ones also love, um, um, Cass, Cassandra Kane, Cassandra Kane. They're all amazing. Great characters, each with a uh, unique, fun history, uh, awesome, uh, attachments to Bruce and the rest of the Bat family. And just all-around kick-ass heroes. Uh, one of my favorite things lately online is people talking about how Cass can, could beat, like, everyone in a fight, like, including Bruce. Because uh, I guess she was trained by the League of Shadows, and she's, I don't know, brilliant or whatever. Um, and, and I love that stuff. I love when you have this established canon where a, a seemingly unstoppable hero is like, oh, yeah, I won't fuck with her. She, she's way too badass. Um, because, you know, the fanboys can't say anything about it. You know, the little grumps out there can't, can't make a big deal out of it because it's, sorry, dude, that's the way it is, you know? It's like in the MCU when they said that the Carol is going to be the strongest, uh, the strongest Avenger or whatever, and, and we're like, well, but I don't like her. You know, too bad, dude. That's just, it's the way it is. You got to live, man. You know, Moon Girl is, is the smartest person in, in Marvel Comics. Tough, to, tough tits, dude. That's, that's the way it is. It's not Hank. It's not Reed. It's not Tony. I know, I, I know you want it to be Tony, but it's Moon Girl. You just got to accept that. I, I don't know. She might not be the smartest. Maybe, um, uh, what's his name? Amadeus might be smarter. Anyway, back to DC. Uh, you got three great Batgirls in one book. Um, it's a fun, irreverent tone to the book. It's very much like got a spirit of just like um, young people having fun, carving their little niche out in a city on top of the, the crime fighting and, and the, the mysteries and whatnot. Um, they're setting up this uh, neighborhood as, of the hill as a kind of, I don't know, like a park slope kind of analog, uh, kind of like a gentrified New York kind of situation for all the good and bad that comes with that term. 
um, you know, on the heels of the Burnside run and the new 52 for Barbara, it's nice to see them exploring another new neighborhood in, in Gotham. Um, it's neat getting to see the three Batgirls working together. I love the fact that they're all Batgirls. Um, and they, they just own it. Um, although Barbara is often in the Oracle role, which also I didn't love when the new 52 launched. Uh, this is what, 13 years ago, 11 years ago. And Barbara was back in the cowl. Um, I was a, a big fan of Oracle and the way Barbara's character had evolved after, uh, the shooting and the killing joke, even it being technically out of canon at the time. Um, and I, I was really getting into Steph Brown. I, I thought the the story of spoiler slash um, brief Robin slash Batgirl was a cool growth and, and take on the character. And I was kind of bummed to see them immediately shoehorn Barbara back in just for the sake of rebooting. You know, it's kind of like how I felt when when Barry came back. I mean, I, Barry's fine, but Wally West was my Flash for years, you know? So it just... I don't know, man. But I really like where they've taken Batgirl since, in that she is sometimes Batgirl, and uh, Barbara I'm talking about, uh, that she is sometimes Batgirl and she is sometimes Oracle. And it just depends on the needs of the situation, the needs of the, the crime that they're trying to solve, or the needs of the writer. And because, tell me a good story. Don't get hung up on who someone is or has to be. Tell me a good story. And, you know, I mean, yes, keep it consistent. You know, I want my characters to sound the same. It's it's why Peacemaker and Peacemaker Tries Hard and Peacemaker and Nightwing were two practically different characters. But I like Barbara filling both roles. And I like Batgirls a lot. But I'm not going to lie. There were things about it that I, I didn't, you couldn't, I couldn't jump in and just read it the way I would a Batman comic. You know, a Batman comic, I know, I, I've been reading that damn book for so long, even taking breaks like I have. That it's, it's like an it's like an old suit, you know. It just fits fine. I know where the pockets are. I know where the seams are. You know, I know where the zipper is. I don't know. It's a shitty anal- analogy, but you know, I you can Batman is popcorn. It is a popcorn book. Batgirls, I have to read a little deeper. I have to pay better att- better attention. I have to think about this cast that they're building. And maybe that's the pitfall of a book with a new and growing cast as opposed to something like Batman, which has, you know, 70 years of continuity to build off of, is you're going to deal with having to pay a little bit of different attention, better attention. I think that's one of the reasons why people don't stick with it the way they do Batman. I mean, even Nightwing is, is, I'm amazed it's, it's past 100 issues on this latest run. But it's because Dick and the rest of the core cast is enough to keep people involved. And shit, hell, who's part of that core cast, Barbara? Who's part of that core cast? The Titans. You know, these, uh, Bruce, of course. It's, it's almost like it's easy to keep a Nightwing book going because it's one step removed from Batman. But each further step away, you've got to do more work to really build and solidify your cast build and solidify the the challenges, the triggers, the traumas of your lead character. Uh, I think back to uh, the soon-to-be-ending uh, run on Captain Marvel. Um, oh, what is her name? She is incredibly talented. I'm so sorry she's stepping down. Uh, but anyway, 50 issues in, uh, and, and, and they created a, a, a very complex story for Carol. They established who her crew is, the hashtag Carol Core. Love them. 
they established her romantic interest and then over the course of several story arcs challenged that interest and challenged what that would be in Carol's life. And I could have jumped off 10 issues in, 20 issues in, 30 issues in, but I didn't because I knew that it was building towards something good. Is Jennifer Howard? Why can't I think of her name? She's so good. Thompson. Is it Kelly Thompson? Why can't I get this right? You know, two weeks ago, I fucking knew it. Kelly Thompson. There it is. She's so good, you guys. Read everything she writes. You had to... Not every comic's going to spoon feed you. And I think it's too easy to sit down and want that. Batman, Justice League, Avengers, um, you know, Spider-Man. These are not tough reads. <laughs> not counting Hickman's Avengers. These are not tough reads. It's popcorn, guys. Batgirls isn't popcorn, man. You, you're doing a little bit of cooking. You got to step in the kitchen. You got to learn your ingredients. You got to set your cook times. And I'm, I'm going to say it was further hampered by an art and lettering issue. I'm not going to lie. The first couple issues of this book had some of the worst lettering I've ever seen in my life. I think it was meant to be a kind of dynamic, energetic, off-the-cuff style. Maybe meant to suggest um, energy and, and, and vibrancy of its characters. But it was just often hard to read. And whereas, like, uh, take the narration in a book like Saga, which is done in a unique uh, handwriting style. But it's, it's easily readable. readable <laughs> easily readable. Easy to read, there you go. And uh, furthermore, isn't used in excess. It's used occasionally. It was, in Batgirls, it was every line of dialogue. And it got old real quick. So I'm glad they switched to a more standard lettering. But then you still had the art style that was, the, fir the, the first arc or two had a kind of, um, kind of like, gritty dirty style uh you know the closest similarity i could recommend would be or, or suggest would be like chris Pachalo, but Pachalo is a much more experienced artist than whoever was on batgirls in the beginning and it just kind of looked a little haphazard these were not working in the book's favor and for a book that already had issues with cast and um establishing beyond core cast and setting and themes and having every character call each other batgirl so you never quite entirely know who you're talking about. It just, it made me one too many. Uh, and it's a shame because it's a great book and I've been super excited to be on it for all 14 issues. Also, I've been getting the variant covers uh, and DC is absolutely slaying it when it comes to those variant covers. Uh, gorgeous, iconic artwork of uh, the heroes in your book uh, month after month after month. It is a blast. And... I'm going to keep buying those variant covers on the books that I uh, am buying it on, which right now is Batgirls, it's Catwoman, and it's Wonder Woman. Huh. It's probably a trend, huh? Anyway, Catwoman. Let's get into the meat of this episode. Catwoman is written by Teeny Howard, and it gets a lot of flack online. Uh, coming on the heels of Tom King's Batcat marriage, uh, which fell apart literally at the very last moment, the Catwoman book has 
I don't want to say it's struggled to find its way, but it has definitely been in a situation where it has had to fu- choose a direction and stick with it. And not everyone has loved it. Um, one, uh, let's get into a little bit of spoiler territory, but um, on the heels of the relationship with Batman, Selina immediately found herself uh, with uh, a character named Valmont who was in an arc or two uh, and was starting to establish himself as a core key player uh, for Catwoman when some stuff happened and he ended up dying at her hand, which put her in prison and put her on the outs with her former beau, Bruce. And apparently it's all leading up to the Bat-Cat War coming up, a big crossover uh, between Zdarsky's Batman and Howard's Catwoman. And I'm here for it, you guys. I mean, first off, it's just nice when a crossover is already going to happen in books you're reading. You know, I don't have to go randomly buy two issues of Thor or whatever. Although that would be a weird crossover, Batman, Catwoman, Thor. I'm here for it, honestly. But I'm also here for it because I have not disliked the teeny Howard Ron Catwoman at all. Um, The stuff with Valmont, besides the fact that I totally thought Valmont was Ghostmaker for two two issues, uh, it was fine. It was a neat love interest. Um, to suggest that Selena should not take on a new bow so shortly after the bat is just bullshit, you guys. You know, not everybody gets to play by the same rules when it comes to life, relationships, sex, etc. So to sit here and put your own little reasons or judgment or opinions on Selena's is just silly. Selena gonna do what Selena gonna do. Catwoman gonna cat. That doesn't make any sense. Catwoman gonna catwoman. There you go. Um, And if you want a little Valmont after the Bruce, go for it, girl. But here's the thing. Where it's taken her, uh, the the jail arc that we've been in the middle of, and having... um, Oh, we didn't even talk about the five families, uh, or whatever they are. The crime families that Selena's been dealing with, um, including um, uh, Aiko Kurosawa, uh, Dunbar Finnegan, Black Mask, um, and a couple others, uh, has been another interesting angle very similar to Batgirls, about building up a core cast. I mean, this is a core cast of antagonists, essentially. But what Teeny Howard is doing well is she's building up these additional characters, like uh, Aiko Kawasawa ends up taking on the Catwoman mantle when Catwoman Selina goes to jail. Uh, Dario, I can't remember his last name, but he's one of the, the sons of one of the crime families. Uh, he has now joined Catwoman's side as uh, Tomcat. Uh, it's a dumb name, but um, it's kind of been fun to see what these guys have been up to and to watch Aiko and Dario, um, you know, trying to play the role of Catwoman and um, fellow um, vigilante in Selena's stead has been really neat. Seeing Aiko juggle her Catwoman responsibilities with her appearances as a um, crime family boss has been really neat. Uh, Selena in jail is the most fun I've had watching a character in jail since both of the times Daredevil went, um, which are both great arcs, by the way. Uh, mad shout out to uh, Zdarsky's Daredevil. Zdarsky, by the way, one of the best right now. Uh, shout out to Zdarsky's Daredevil. And who did the other one? Brubaker. Brubaker sent Daredevil to prison. Has Daredevil only been in prison once, twice, excuse me? Has he only been in prison twice? If there was a third time back in the day, uh, send me an email at uh, herbalcloud at gmail.com. Let me know. 
But if you're walking into a Catwoman book expecting it to be Bruce and Dick and just Gotham, 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 you're going to be disappointed because Selena's on her own tip and she's got her own stuff going on. And until this crossover starts here in a few months, that's where she's at. So, But you can't read it the way you do Batman. I mean, you can 30 issues in. Once you've been reading it for a while and you know everybody and you know what's happening, you can sit down with your old friends and get to know each other again. It's Writers have a responsibility to world build. And it's so easy to blow through a new comic and not truly get the sense of the world building happening if you read them all like they're fucking popcorn. Sometimes you got to slow down. Sometimes you got to go back a page. Sometimes you got to go back an issue and be like, all right, where did the cliffhanger leave off? I, one of my favorite things to do before I crack open a new issue of a book is to go through the stack in the bedroom of all the stuff I already read and pull out the last issue and just review the last couple pages just to see where we were. You know, my pull list is insane right now, you guys. Uh, between DCBS, where I do the bulk of my ordering for um, uh, financial reasons, I am a poor man. Uh, but I do still want to throw some of my ducats towards some local businesses. I've told you on the podcast before how uh, my store is Comic Empire in beautiful East Tulsa, the oldest comic book store in Oklahoma. Uh, cheers to them. I'm also a proud supporter of Impulse Creations uh, and from my uh, turned on to me by my fellow podcasting brothers, um, King Castro and Young Master Jules over at the Comic Cons podcast. What's up, fellas? Uh, saw Master Jules today, as a matter of fact. Talk a little bit about Green Lantern number one, which is pretty good. It was pretty good. I'm not going to stay on it. Too many books, um, but it's a good one. Uh, so shout out to those fellas in that book and, and their store as well in Pulse Creations. It's a good shop too. So, but between those three spots, man, I'm spending too much on comics. I'm not going to lie. Um, and the damn Green Arrow was so good that I jumped on that. The damn Peacemaker Tries Hard was so good that I jumped on that. Y'all, I'm going to need you to stop writing good books because I'm starting to spend too much of the monies. I've lost my way. Let's bring it back. Um, this was about reading comics uh, so that you get the most out of it. Batgirls and Catwoman are two books that I feel like aren't getting enough love. And I fear that it's because people are trying to popcorn that shit and you can't do it. So I guess that's where I'm going with this today. Is I want you guys to get the most out of your books. I want to get the most out of my books. I want to feel like my money is well spent. Whether I'm saving my money on DCBS or throwing it at the man behind the counter at Comic Empire because that store deserves to stay open. Either way, you, you, this stuff ain't cheap, man. These books are four or five bucks each now. They ain't two bucks like they were when I started. Two fifty. Hold the line at two ninety nine, DC. Remember that. And the thing is, is if you're not ready to adjust your style when you sit down and read a book and you open that page and you see that it's not quite moving it the way you normally move, then why are you reading comics, man? Because one day you're going to grab a copy of New Avengers by Jonathan Hickman and your ass is going to be in for a challenge. Because our boy writes some deep, heavy content. Or um, is Hickman the one that's doing the X-Men right now? Over at, uh, he did Power of X and was it World of X? Man, I jumped into that book hoping for some X-Men action. There was not X-Men action. Uh, there was an X-Men away team at Orcus uh, while Xavier is watching Moira live different lives. Um, and we learned that she has a mutant power as well. That was fucked up. 
but that's the thing is, is if I jumped into that book expecting the same thing that I got out of Whedon's Astonishing X-Men, I would have been, had the most shallow reading experience. It's got to be, you've got to adjust. You've got to adjust. I think that's all I got today, you guys. I don't know. I, maybe this idea wasn't as fully baked as I'd hoped, but I'll probably come back to it at some point because it's something I think about a lot, you know? Jumping into um, uh, the, the eponymous Superman book and then jumping over to Action Comics. They're two different books right now, you guys. They're two different tones. They're two different speeds. And what, maybe it's just because Action's more of an anthology series right now, so you're getting shifts in tone and character and focus. But Superman's got backup stories, so it's, it's not like I can act like that's strictly a one and done. I don't know. Maybe I just read Batgirls and Catwoman this morning. I wanted to talk about it. What are you guys reading? What should I be jumping on? What should I give another chance to? I don't know. I'll see you guys next week.